interview with Nora B. How you feeling, kiddo? Um, good. Feeling good. So, we're going to talk to you. We're going to interview you. How do you feel about that? Um, weird, but okay. Weird, but okay? Well, that's understandable. So, kiddo, you know, Mommy and I are doing this podcast, and we're doing this whole ancestral wellness um you know, blog and podcast and, and Instagram yeah. to allow people into <coughs> our into our lives and, and how we uh, prepare food and the, the special diets that we're on because <coughs> uh, because it helps us feel better. So what do you how, how do you feel when you when you eat gluten and dairy? Awful and crazy. Awful and crazy. How do you feel when you don't eat gluten and dairy? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I'm having a coughing. <laughs> that's all right. Thanks. Have a drink. Just in time. Take a no, drink. No, it's not that kind of thing. Um, <coughs> so how, you know, being that you're older now and you're nine years old and you, you like to help out in the, in the kitchen with us, yeah. what is your favorite thing to prepare in the kitchen? Chicken and make you like to saute chicken and make salads? Yes. What kind of uh, what kind of salads do you like to make? Guacamole salads. Guacamole salads. Yeah. You want to tell us about your guacamole? How you make it? Uh, yeah. Um, Talk loud. Talk loud so we can all hear you. So what do you use? What are some of the things that you use? I use gar- garlic and onion powder. Okay. What else? Lime. Lime. And then salt. That's it. That's and it? sometimes I put sriracha in it. There you go. Do you ever put avocados in there? Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. It's made with avocados. Lots just of avocados. Clarifying, just clarifying. All right, so it's avocados, garlic powder, onion powder, lime, lime juice, fresh lime juice, not from a squeezy, not bottle. from a plastic squeezy thing. Real lime juice that you squeeze from hand, you know, like old people did. Old <laughs> people. Anyway, so what do you do with your guacamole salad? What do you do with that? How do you make a guacamole salad? I cut up some iceberg lettuce and purple cabbage. And I sometimes add onions and then I always add the guacamole for the guacamole salad because it's a guacamole salad and it needs the guacamole to be guacamole salad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay. So you, so you do guacamole salad, and, and you were saying that you like to saute chicken. Yes. What do you like to put on the chicken? Um, chipotle powder, garlic powder, onion powder, salt, pepper, adobo, lots of pepper. Lots of lots of pepper. 
Lots and lots of pepper. Yes, and sometimes lots and lots of um 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 chipotle powder. You like it spicy. Yes, I love spicy. Okay, so we do a lot of spices in our house. A lot of uh, a lot of Spanish cuisine, a lot of uh, Mexican cuisine. Flavors. Latin flavors. We'll, we'll just say Latin flavors. We love Latin flavors. We we do. We we love them. Um. So I've had the privilege of tasting pretty much everything that you. Oh. Oh, hold on. For breakfast. Now I told some of my friends how you made scrambled eggs before, and they were very impressed with your technique. And how how young you are. Can you tell us about that? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fire away, kiddo. Let's hear it. I whip up the egg whites and I make it fluffy. So I normally do it with hand. So you separate your eggs? I separate my egg egg yolks from my egg whites. And then I fluff up the egg whites. And then I add the egg yolks into the egg whites after they've been fluffed. So you add the yolks in right before we cook them? Yes. So it's almost like a meringue how how you whip up the uh, the whites. Yeah. How does it cook up? What does it look like? Because I haven't seen it. So oh. What does it look like when it's cooked? It's like egg clouds. Is it? Yeah. Super fluffy. Uh-huh. And it melts in your mouth. They do. They're really good. They're delicious. What do you put in the pan besides eggs? Do you do oil or butter or what do you, I mean, what do you oil. use? Oil. What kind oil. of oil? Uh, coconut. Coconut oil. Coconut, well, sometimes when we make bacon, we'll save the grease and we'll use the bacon grease for the eggs. Yeah. Now, when you mean coconut oil, you don't mean the stuff that tastes like coconuts, right? Yes. I, Just I, the refined coconut oil. Yes. Okay. So it doesn't taste like pina coladas and eggs. Yeah. Because <laughs> that would be disgusting. Nor do you like the taste of coconut? Eh. Not really. Not really. Yeah. It's an acquired taste, but we use coconut oil in pretty much every every dish. Well, not every dish, but almost every meal that we, we have some sort of coconut uh, oil or or something True. In, True. in our cooking. And we always use refined. Um, it would be better to use um, extra virgin coconut oil, but at the temperature that we do a lot of cooking, the roasting, it's better to use the higher um, heat uh, oils. Yeah. So. It's what we tend to do. Sometimes we'll use avocado oil. It's a little bit more expensive, but I, you know, I've never cooked with it. I've never, I've seen it in the in the cupboard, but I've never used it. It's, I, you've eaten it. All right, well, fair <laughs> you've, enough. You've eaten it. Uh, I put it in a lot of different things, but uh, I mostly use the avocado oil for homemade salad dressings. It, when you put a homemade dressing in the fridge and you use olive oil, it solidifies and you have to wait for the dressing to actually um, 
cool or warm up a little bit before it stops. <laughs> Thaw out. Yeah, so I, the, the avocado oil does not do that. That's cool. Um, yeah, so. So we just left Food Line and, uh, you know, getting groceries for the, not just for dinner, but for, you know, the week or something like that. And uh, keeping keeping myself on track is, is hard enough, let alone everybody else. Because um, my what I want to do is get the the ice creams, get the good ice creams, because I love ice cream. And I get I get the uh, babe. That's not that's not going to work for you. Well, okay. So here, <laughs> so I get guilted into not getting anything and I just leave angry. <laughs> so here, let's just be honest. When you sit down with one of those little, what is it, a pint? Is that what that's called? A pint Whatever. Of ice it, cream? It's, it's too small. Let's just for, let's talk about it real quick. Typically, well, you don't do a serving size. Your I serving don't. size is either a half of the container or the whole, con- the whole container. Well, I'm a big guy. Right. So um, one of the things that... The, the one of the things that you picked up was a half a cup for tw- it was 25 carbs and uh, that's not very much ice cream it's not very much ice cream so I got I got guilted into putting them back nope I'm supporting <laughs> you I'm, I'm, I'm just being your cheerleader I'm being I'm my a, cheerleader I'm, I'm also like I thought making sure you're to... on track I'm being your coach all right yeah your your nutrition coach. You're you're doing a good job. I know. Because it's really hard. because the ice cream stayed in the freezer. I didn't get it. <laughs> Even Nora was like, "Daddy, aren't you gonna get it?" And I'm like, "No," because mommy said it's too much carbs. And we walked away, and she was <laughs> like, "She was like, but he really wanted it, mommy." <laughs> no, really... I said you. You said that you asked him what he wanted. <laughs> what do you want, honey? And I In this section up, where the halo top is, that's... And I picked up what I wanted, and, and it was still not the right answer. Well, so. okay, so let's talk about the difference between low-fat or low-calorie ice cream and low-carb. There's a huge difference there. We'll talk about it. I'm going to take a drink of water because okay. I'm parched. So, low-carb and low-calorie are not equal. And a lot of people have the um, idea that... If something is low calorie or low fat, then it's better for you. Which is a myth. That's not true. It, it, it's not. And usually a lot of times it's loaded with sugar to make up for the fat that is missing. So you're dealing with a product that has a lot more sugar than its uh, full fat counterpart would. So I, I honestly don't think there's a decent ice cream on the market in most stores maybe in a more urban area you have more options but as far as like a low a low carb full fat ice cream goes there's just there's nothing like that easily available um so unfortunately halo top is one of those things that you know is is a quick grab i prefer to make my own ice cream i like the um i like the, the canned coconut like we talked about before Um, with the dates or you could do stevia or whatever um but uh yeah it's uh let's talk about halo top for a second just for i don't want to give it too much credit because it's not 
good. I don't think it is either. It's not good. I'm gonna tell you what. If 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 um, that's all you had, then okay. And you were really, really, and you really, really wanted ice cream. Determined to have ice cream. <laughs> then by all means, get Halo Top. But I, for one, I don't like it. It has but a weird aftertaste. It does. It has a weird texture. It has a weird flavor. It, it has pea protein in it. Yeah, and pea protein is gross. True. It's gross. Very true. It is not. It does. It does not taste good. So Halo I like top. that. I like that whey protein. But well, that's not part of the whole. Well, I mean, no, no. I mean, I think. Oh, I think of the dairy ones. Maybe the dairy ones have the pea protein. Ah, uh, okay. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't know what's in the other ones. I just think they're all. I think they're all weird. They're, they're mealy taste. They, I yeah. don't like them. I don't like them. I don't like them. Yeah. They have a chemically kind of taste to them. And the other thing is, is a lot of them have... They always taste wheat. freezer burnt, too. Well, oh, they always have that. Probably, because they're sitting in there forever texture. and nobody buys them. There you go. They should all be free, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, so a lot of them have gluten in them, still. You still have all these products, just because they're, um, you know, low sugar, low carb... They still have they still have gluten in them, and that is a lot. And that's a problem for a lot of people. So it's kind of like a you're still setting yourself back. It's a catch twenty two. It is. You're still setting yourself back. You might think that that's some you know this is an okay thing to buy, but if you um, have a sensitivity or you're trying to cut out, yo, chew with your mouth closed. <laughs> <laughs> when you listen to this and you hear a bunch of obnoxious crunching. It's Nora eating potato chips. As we're talking As about, we're talking eating, about healthy foods. eating healthy food. Yes. <laughs> but so. to be fair for her, potato chips are one of the few snacks that are approved for her to eat. We don't. She and doesn't eat a lot of. She of doesn't process. Right. Foods. So she doesn't eat a whole lot of processed stuff. But potato chips is one of the things that she loves, and it's it's safe for her to have. So. And close your mouth <laughs> while you're chewing stuff. <laughs> so. <laughs> So we just got back from the beach. Stop. We went to the beach today, and that was one of her snacks that we picked up. We actually, I went into um, the pharmacy, and um, while I was in there, I grabbed um, some snacks for us to take out there. So I grabbed almonds for you. Yep. And um, let's talk about that bacon jerky that bacon I bacon jerky I have not opened it I'm, I'm terrified just of it. take it back then <laughs> I am terrified of what that's going to taste like bacon jerky you it's can't, pork it's, I, it's, I get it I get it but here's the thing with jerky uh, it's gross it's, it's not good for you number one there's a lot of sodium in it it's good I mean it's a lot of protein in it and then you know that kind of stuff well but, I think it's a better choice than buying potato chips I honestly do. Yeah, maybe. I do. I, I think it's know. a better choice. But here's the thing with, with bacon. Bacon is perfection in a pan or a skillet. And you wanna you, you wanna make you wanna jerkify that? That doesn't <laughs> sound it doesn't even sound appealing to me. Okay. Well But I'm gonna give it a try. Bacon sounds good on anything to me, so I just thought <laughs> bacon and jerky and I, it just made sense Sweet to me, bacon. I thought. Okay. Sweet bacon. I thought I was doing something for it. So those were the choices that I picked. Just thinking like, oh, okay, well I've got healthy choices. At least we're going to the beach and we're not eating a bunch of junk or, you know minus the potato chips and the, the uh, backseat. The organic uh, 
Twists. Yum, earth sour twists. Okay, yes. So Nora has a sweet tooth that uh, it's it's surpassed mine by leaps and bounds because I'm not a big sweets guy. Uh, I do love, and this before I was on this on this journey hardcore, like I Oreos was my thing. I would I I would eat a sleeve of Oreos in a in a night. I loved them. But uh, as far as like candies and gummies and all that, I, I could, I'll, I'll pass on them. I don't like them. How about Twix? How about, you know what? I love Twix. I did too. Twix was my favorite How candy about bar. Snickers? No. Reese's? Nah. I like Reese's. Reese's was good. Reese's Cups was good. I, I like Snickers. We could, we could make a paleo-ish kind of version, uh, an almost paleo. We could do almonds and Know, almond butter and all that kind of stuff, and we could even do a sun butter one to make it. I mean, but it's I'm, not AIP. I'm, let's, well, but that's part of our thing is almost. Almost, right? You know what I mean? Because we're we're not catering to just a certain set of people. We're we're going to try to cater to everybody that wants to try to live a, a healthier lifestyle, but and still wants to have still wants to have a version of their favorite snack, their, a version of their favorite sweet. Right. You, you know what I mean? That's I think that's what we're doing, and I think that people, once they they hear about it and they and they know that they can do it at home, you know, or or they find a healthier version of that of that same um, you know, that same kind of dessert or whatever, that it's going to really catch on. Well, and I think that one of the biggest problems with people that are dieting. Like, say, for example, keto keto or something like that, you get really restrictive. And it almost becomes this point where you're just so sick and tired of doing what you've been doing for so long that you just, you you break. You have a breaking point, and then you just eat all the bad stuff. And it's just, if you you have, like, a modified version of something, and you allow yourself to have some things here and there, and you make a healthier version of something... Then it is easier to stay on track. Yeah. I think that that I think that that's key, and a lot of people, you know, want to eat a certain way for um, weight loss or to to maintain a weight. But there's also a group of people that just want to eat that way to be healthier, to to, to you know, not have health issues or to avoid autoimmune problems. So you've got a whole. Um, and then there's that other group Variety. of people that we're hitting on too that it's a necessity to eat that way. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's necessary. They they if they don't eat that way, they can get really sick. Right. And we have we have friends that that need to eat a certain way. We have family that needs to eat a certain way. Sitting in the back seat eating potato chips right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she has to be on a restricted diet, otherwise it's she feels miserable. And I do as well. I cannot eat... I can't eat eggs. I can't eat nuts. And I can't eat a lot of dairy. I get I get really sick. And I have... I struggle with um, severe autoimmune flare-ups to the point where I can't function if I eat certain things. So, it's a... I was just going to wait for them yeah. to drive by. It's a... You know, one of those things where... It's, an, it's a necessity... And I know that there are, are a lot of other people that are as well, you know, in that it's a necessity for them too. 
Um, but I think that, um, losing my train of thought here. Come on, come back. Where were you going with this whole thing? Well, I'm waving to the neighbors. Um, all right, you lost it. You're gone. I did. I did. I know. Oh, look at chicken. Lost it. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. No, no, no. I just it's it's one of those things where if you need to be on a specific diet like that, it's very difficult to um, go out places and to go to other um, picnics or anybody else's house, really. Right. So on the next on the next show, we'll talk about eating out and and how to do that properly if you want to maintain. Uh, you know your specific AIP diet or almost paleo. AIP or paleo or keto uh, eating at restaurants is not as hard as it seems and uh, <laughs> oh my gosh alright so mm. look um, we're going to wrap this up um, Nor is there anything else you want to say? what's your favorite what is your favorite thing to eat like bacon <laughs> bacon all right bacon well. what's your favorite sweet thing um, is it cookies snickers snickers oh well so that's not dairy free that's not dairy yeah, free. yeah yeah well we gave we gave cookies okay so we do <laughs> we do have the dairy free gluten free cookies that we that we either make or that we buy for her that she loves and if you if you don't make them if you can't make them go to your to your store and they're made by enjoy life or glutino makes uh some version of of oreo cookies that are really good and a safe alternative for people that have allergies uh or just don't you know want to have the the gluten and everything like that so that's all we got for you right now thanks for listening